Cool. Are you good? I'm great. You are. Okay. Aww. Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in Sunnydale Stack. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off... Shit, I did not update that. Hold on. We're dusting off some serious shit here, guys. Well, we are not looking at Primeval. We did that. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> this week, we're dusting off The Replacement and Out of My Mind. We have a stacker question this week from Nicole. Hey. And it's not really a question so much as the game, yeah. which I super appreciate. <laughs> this is, who would you rather, the best friend of it edition. Uh, the categories are, who would you rather help hide a dead body? Mm-hmm. Who would you rather go on a five-day road trip with mm-hmm. uh, and participate in a threesome with? Boo-hoo. And she did specify we have to limit our answers to Scoobies only. So, so no Moloch. Ah, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, we'd have such fun things to talk about on a road trip. Yeah, like, how's it being a weird robot minotaur? I mean, I feel like that could go on for a while. So, Mike, uh, who would you rather help hide a dead body with? So I think there's kind of two ways to interpret this. I think if you're, like, actually thinking about who would be the best at it, I'm going to go with Giles, because I feel like he's probably done it before. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going from, like, who would I just, like... Okay, I'll help you hide that dead body. Uh, I'll probably be Willow because, like, I'd be like, okay, I'm sure you have a good reason. <laughs> Do you give that really cute pout? Yeah, it's like, okay, uh, I'll help you hide that dead body. I melted. Uh, I said Giles yeah. specifically because I think he's done it before, and he probably yeah. has some pointers of like, Absolutely. hey, I've learned in the past. You want to do A, not B, and I'd be like, thanks for the wisdom, Giles. <laughs> or should I say, remember your gloves? That's <laughs> how to rip into him. Ew, ew, Mike. You gotta break up a dead body. Ew, no you don't. Most ways you dispose of a dead body, you want to break it up first. And how do you know that? Uh, next question. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, who would you rather go on a five-day road trip with? This one was probably the toughest. It's very close. We just talked about chopping at dead bodies, and you were like, road trips, those are tough. Yeah, that's really tough. Like, who am I going <laughs> to... Um, this one's, I'd say, almost tied between Willow and Buffy, because I think they'd both be a good time, mm-hmm. and they'd be the people I'd probably get the least sick of, or would get the least sick of me. I feel like Giles would get sick of anybody in a car for five days. True, yes. I would get sick of Xander pretty quickly. Yes. If he was, like, just the only guy I was in a car with. Anya would be very, very quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess you could make an argument uh, for Tara, but I feel like be, she'd be too quiet. Same yeah. with Oz. She'd be, he'd be too quiet. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say very close, like basically a tie between Willow and Buffy on that one. Gotcha. I mean, I will say like Oz would be rocking the like road trip playlist. So if yeah. you're the one driving and you're like, hey, Oz, you're in charge of the music, mm-hmm. buddy. He'd be like, I got this. And you'd be, I feel like he'd be like, I, I can take care. You're going to be happy mm-hmm. with my musical choices. I said Willow. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, no, there would just be, I feel like, a wide array of mm-hmm. very interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't seem to have, I'm, 
she exactly that i don't think she would be annoyed with me mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. that speaks to like our self-esteem but not, <laughs> not that like i'm worried about being annoyed by the person but i'm more annoyed that, like uh more worried that like there are only so many people that can listen to me talk for an hour mm-hmm. and a half listeners stackers <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if anybody like listens to these in chunks they're like i like this show but i can only stand them in about 30 minute increments i think that would be fair yeah. that'd be fine i could understand that so who would you participate in a threesome with? Well, this is getting real personal. I mean. Um, well, since I can't do two Gileses. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's that, definitely that the other one. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you see now? I interpret this Here, as. Here's the thing is, do you answer which single two. or which two people? I interpreted it as um, like what one Scooby is joining you and your significant other. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I, have, I have answers for both ways. I think if okay. I, it's just like I'm adding somebody to a pre-existing relationship, I would choose Anya because I feel like she'd be real open to it and she'd be really good at communicating what is working and what is not working. And I feel like that is very important if you're doing a three-way. I feel like she might – like she'd be communicating, sure, regularly, but like maybe not like politely or tactfully. I, she might hurt your feelings, but – if I'm adding somebody to a pre-existing relationship, I don't want to complicate it with somebody who's going to be dishonest. Fair. So I feel like that would be the healthiest way to go. Okay. I'd say if you're talking about who's most likely to be in a three-way with you, I would say probably Faith. I mean, you, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She might choke you during it, but, you yeah. know, safe yeah. words are for That's why it's a little, a little more. Eh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I said Buffy. Mm. Uh, because she's clearly, I'm sorry, the hottest. She's just, she's a very attractive person. Okay. Um, and also so like, she's, type. yeah, yeah, she's great. Uh, she's, I mean, she's also just a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. The snippets we get of like the artistically well done sex scenes. I'm like, all right, I mean, <laughs> the girl. Taking all those boots. It's not bad. <laughs> Do you have an answer for if, you know, non-canon, you're not in a relationship, they're not in relationships, who would the two be? Two, I'd, uh. That's um, that pun intended. Yeah. Oh, I know mean, I Spike and Buffy. Then <laughs> 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 I mean, because there's yeah. a lot of complicated. Like, if you even say like Buffy and Angel, you're like, there's a lot of emotions and drama happening there, and mm-hmm. I don't need to get in the middle of that. Yeah. And like Willow and Oz, I'm like, that's cuddly, like mm-hmm. soft, not adding a third person love making, yeah. and I don't. That's not. Yeah. That's I feel like you're the third person being like, you guys are really in love, and I am not <laughs> a part of this. Snacks. Uh, I'm just gonna step maybe principal would in faith if you oh, want to like include it yeah, to like yeah, yeah later so on the... yeah yeah okay I could see that no to Giles no too much like like daddy Extra issues skin. he's old okay oh come no. on he's not that old he's he's too old he knows he knows what he's doing though. I don't need to see him naked. It's fine. You can turn the light itself. Gross. Okay. He knows what he's doing. What about you? What about your your two? If I'm going with like a pre-established couple, I'd probably want to go with Willa and Tara. But that's, I don't know. It's kind of the easy answer. For a dude, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like for the for a dude, that's kind of the easy answer. Although I think the more fun answer, Willow and Evil Willow. Because <laughs> you know, one. at least Evil Willow is going to be real into it. And I think regular Super Willow into- would get into it if, eventually. Yeah, if we if we promise, like Evil Willow is not going to go kill anybody. Yeah, afterwards. if it's like season five Willow, she'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. like let's just we're all sworn to secrecy, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on the replacement. Butts. What? It's the poster that's in the background. Is it? Yeah, it's like a bunch of butts, and then I think one of them is a cigarette butt, and it's like, butts are gross. Are it's you making this up? No, it's in the background. Okay. I remember it distinctly from, I, I forget which school, but it was in one of like the kind of waiting rooms at one of my schools, or maybe it was like the, the nurse's office. And I remember just like looking at it for a long time and being like, why is this the only thing I can look at? <laughs> just a bunch of butts. That's interesting. Chocolate balls and butts. All right. They got, they got some, uh, some interest That's there. That's quite the trio. So, in the previously on, mm -hmm. we see Anya get knocked out. Yeah. And Riley specifically says, it's a pretty bad head wound. And they even replay that in the previously on, which I That's feel like... That's what I'm saying right now. In the previously on, yeah. we see that. Like, I could see them using that clip, but not using that audio. But they... Yeah. So, they head wound, mm -hmm. but now she's wearing a sling on her arm. Yeah. Like I, I like as this episode was like as I was launching it, I was like, "Oh, is this where Anya's wearing a sling?" No, that's got to be after like Tabula Rasa because she got knocked out here. Her arm wasn't hurt. Yeah, no, she's wearing a sling. Her shoulder got dislocated. Mm -hmm. I, I like, I get how it's possible, yeah. but like the way the boys picked her up, they like hauled her up by her shoulders. And, like, yeah, ah, she might have screwed out in pain there. Yeah. And I, I thought I remembered hearing something about this, but I didn't find it in any of my research. So maybe I just missed it or something, or it, it was, it's harder to find than I thought. But I thought like, oh, I remember hearing something about like this because the actress was injured at the time. Oh. But I couldn't find anything to confirm that. Okay. But it feels like that because otherwise I'm not sure is it just to make her more of a damsel when I mean, it's later I think on it's in the episode? I think it's for the payoff later when it's the whole like, this isn't about the apartment. This is about your arm. Yeah, but I feel like you don't need a broken arm. You could have just had like the head trauma. I don't know. A bandage on you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So it's a double date in Xander's basement. <laughs> the Quattro are watching a kung fu movie. Mm -hmm. Xander's parents come home fighting. Super mm. awkward. But you know, you can cut the attention because in the background, widespread panic poster. Yay. Uh, later on, by the way, I'm just, I can't even hold my excitement. Yeah. I spotted one. There are a lot in these two episodes. I was so excited to be guys. like, I found one, Mike, for once. <laughs> I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, so Xander and I are clearly embarrassed. We all would be. Yeah. So Xander has a line, Buffy, you've been to hell, right? Do they have one bedrooms? Is he referring to Anne? Like when she went below ground, because when she died in Prophecy Girl, she didn't go to hell. Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to reference. Maybe it's just like trying to say Xander Sodubi thought that his friend, when she died, went to hell. I mean, that would that yeah, that would be a shitty thing to yeah. say to someone. Be like, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be the the place in Anne, but I mean, it's very clear like that that is of. just a different dimension. It's not right. really hell. But the wish is, I mean, they're not even aware of what happened in the wish. It's got to yeah. be Anne. That's it. Yeah, it's. It seems like did, did you guys um like skip ahead? Right, like that's. I mean, is this all out of order? I think it's. Anne. Did you get, I feel like there's a line in Anne where they're like, "This is hell." Maybe they got confused because like Angel. 
Angel went to hell. Angel went to hell. They thought, like, we had an episode where she visited, right? (laughs) This is not deleted scenes. We didn't find that on Netflix. So Buffy's super into studying history. Riley starts rubbing her shoulder, which causes Xander to feel that he has to do the same. Which is, uh, yeah, it's not a good idea if somebody's just dislocated their shoulder. Maybe not. Maybe just, maybe just, you know, lower back even. Just try the other shoulder solo. Yeah. See if that works out. That's fine temples sometimes you know you can mm-hmm. rub someone's temples if they have a headache sure uh so they're criti- she's criticizing the movie do you ever do this is there anything where you're like you watch a movie and you're like ah, in real life that would never happen the things that bug me are like the weird little tropes of like simple things that never happen in real life like going to a bar and just asking for a beer oh instead of like give me a miller light yeah or, or just like even if you say like uh whatever you got on tap that's better sure. to me what's but, like, special one beer even if it's the bar with limited selection, they'll have a regular or light. That one, how every cab has the fare is something where you just have somebody keep the change. Okay. Every cab ends in that interaction instead of like the instead usual of, one. Can where I it's get like, two back? Can I get, yeah, two back out of the, yeah, out of the 10 there. And then that's, but that's a 20 there. So I got, okay, thank you. Like, yeah. that's how a cab ride usually ends. It definitely, when I first moved to the city, was just like, you have to have exact change for a cab because no one had ever taught me like you can ask for change because <laughs> in movies they don't no, it's no. just no you keep it yeah i could see yeah for if you're just judging from movies so if there's any listeners who are like live out in the country don't really spend a lot of time in the city you don't need exact change they'll give you change yeah yeah they'll even break a single if you're like give me 50 cents mm-hmm. back they have to yeah and I know, at least in Chicago, I think most other places, um, they have to be able to, uh, they legally have to offer you a credit card option. They say mm-hmm. they don't have it. Um, they aren't getting paid because they legally right. have to in Chicago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal when that first happened. Yeah. And I've had to use kachunkers. The, were they like... Yeah, where it's ka-chunk. like the old fashioned goes kachunk over the credit card. Yeah. Which I don't even know, like, a lot of credit cards don't have the the embossed the thing anymore thing. yeah how does that work yeah so you have to write it down that's sketchy so i do this with cheerleading movies um not so much anymore but i definitely yeah. use i mean i don't know if i've even seen any movie with cheerleaders in it for a while yeah i don't think it's been a, a huge genre yeah lately. um but like even if it's just like a high school movie and cheerleaders are in it mm-hmm. i get you know when you when <sighs> mike mike yes mike yes mike yes mike. i'm right here when when you're in cheerleading, mm-hmm. they, I mean, you spend hours standing in a single file line, like everyone holding up their arms in a V and mm-hmm. they, they, the captains go around and they perfect your V and they hold them yeah. in your wrists and your arms in a certain place mm-hmm. for hours and you bring them down and then they say, okay, hit it and you bring it up in like half a second and you have to hit that exact perfectly and you do that over and over and over mm-hmm. again and they drill you. Yeah. So when you watch cheerleaders doing it poorly you're like ah where was your practice maybe they just maybe it's it's a choice that that school had a really shitty cheerleading coach i mean yes that is i should embrace that um as long as it's not so much better than all these fictional characters sure as long as it's not something like bring it on we're like they win nationals you're like okay but no no must have been a tough year for maybe there was like an earlier cheerleading competition they don't talk about where a bunch of cheerleaders just got like killed in a gas explosion yeah and this is like all this the is all like that's third left, guys. string guys yeah. these are the only ones that made it i guess another thing that kind of bugs me sometimes is when somebody is supposed to be a geek about something and then get something wrong oh that's yeah that's really bad or just like no you wouldn't say that you yeah wouldn't, you wouldn't make that star wars reference yeah 
Bit Fortuna. What are you talking about? It's Empire. Yeah. Willow's that way about witch movies. Yeah. And she's all like, what's that? A cauldron? Who even uses a cauldron anymore? Editing joke. Smash cut two. <laughs> a cauldron. Uh. So this is a great costume. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That immediately, like, great makeup. The oh, costume yeah. and makeup, just fantastic. It looks very different from a lot of the other mm-hmm. monsters that we get. I, I don't even know really creepy. how they get the skin in the cracks to glow because you can't just mm-hmm. use like glow in the dark paint he's not they don't like shoot these things in a dark room mm-hmm. so like there are even if it's a dark scene there are still movie lights on him yeah. so i don't i just don't get how that happens i think uh he's an actual demon oh great i mean i'm, I'm glad they it's an equal opportunity mm-hmm. set and they they cast beings of all uh you know backgrounds um, although I, I know that the, it, this isn't actually a demon. I looked up the guy, uh, a guy named Michael Bailey Smith, who plays a lot of demons. He was on a lot of episodes of Charmed. Okay. Um, he's been uh, exposed to gamma rays and his skin glows. Yeah. He doesn't actually look like this, but he is a big, intimidating looking guy. And he's actually one of only three people to play a particular character, Freddy Krueger. Oh. In uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, he is the super Freddy. Super. I have not seen that one. Uh, it's not a great one. Oh. Although I will contend any Nightmare on Elm Street movie has at least one good scene because every director, shitty as they might be, has one good dream sequence shot in them. Like one sequence that's really cool. You know how once an episode you mention a movie and I say yeah. I've never seen it? Any Nightmare on Elm Street? I've never seen any Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, man. Well, the first and the third are probably the best. I've heard that. Which is the one that Johnny Depp's in? The first. I should probably but, well, watch Well, the first that. and the sixth? Oh. He makes a cameo in another one. That's as cool. Johnny Depp. Cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, credits. I have to say, like, I, mm-hmm. you know, in the end of season four, I was getting kind of like, oh, I gotta watch these episodes. <laughs> Adam. It's good. Man, initiative and like watching these crisis i'm like i'm feeling pumped like yeah. that now i'm like okay yeah buffy i remember mm-hmm. i like this stuff right yeah. that's why we chose to do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're out of the weeds now <laughs> so xander brings his friends to apartment shopping mm-hmm. which is not something i would have ever talked to yeah i mean i guess if you're that close at that age i could see it happening i can see it. i've also never like I've never lived by myself. So if I were to purchase an apartment just for myself, maybe this is just because I'm a lady. I yeah. feel weird going by myself. I could see mm. if I were if I were shopping for a one bedroom on myself, I think I would bring a friend for safety. Mm. Xander, I don't think is worried about that. I no. think he's just insecure. Yeah. But and he, he doesn't know what's going on. He's he, he needs to ask a bunch of questions. Nobody credit. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. So it's a really nice apartment. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah, good. It's a nice place. He has to wipe his hand before shaking the realtors, right? Have you ever been in this? In, so this looks terrible, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the second anyone wants to wipe their hands before shaking mine, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I don't want to shake your hand. Yeah, it's like, what was on there? Have you ever though been this in the opposite situ- situation where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to shake your hand out of like manners, mm-hmm. but there is something on my hand. Not in a formal setting oh my god this is happening so many times and what? i don't well, okay, what, what is so, happening with your hands there was one um my previous job mm-hmm. the head honcho guy threw a bacon and toast party <laughs> okay and it, like it was this big thing big and i was very excited it was like dining i'm like i'm all about this so i've been eating bacon and toast 
there my hands have grease on them and i'm meeting the head honcho for the first time and he goes to shake my hand and i'm like i mean i i'm gonna be honest i have bacon grease on my hands <laughs> I, I would just love if some of the situation was you went up to somebody who didn't know about this party and then you're just like, oh, sorry, I have a bunch of bacon grease on my right? So I mean, like he gave me like a little hug instead. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll hug you. I mean, but it was it was just like, oh, this is the worst time to be meeting you. And then there was a recently I had a, a meeting at work where mm-hmm. um, I kept like coughing into my hands. Like I, I was oh, yeah. sick and they went to shake my hands at the end of the meeting. I'm like, I can't, I really just I'm a wave at you. <laughs> like we can, we can bump elbows like they do in the food service Throwing industry. Bows. But, uh, I like, it's just an awkward thing. You, know what you should just do is finger guns, finger guns. Pew, pew, pew. I just, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like there's no good way out of that because yeah. I don't want to be coughing in my hands and then shake your hand. Howie Mandel fist bump. Sure. I, I could, it'd be weird to fist bump in a meeting. That's not my personality. That would be weird. Can you picture me fist bumping? Fist bump me, Mike. Go ahead. Right? I do it weird. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Yeah, I'm just I'm wrong. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's no good way out of this if, yeah. if you have something on your hand. Also, Sandra, like I'm not saying you have to be in formal wear, but maybe not like your greasiest looking clothes to the apartment. Right. I mean washed. Um, you yeah. you live in a room with a washing machine in it. Yeah. If you have a shirt with buttons, maybe button up those buttons. Maybe button them. It, 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 you can wear prints, it's fine. Yeah. Not, well, God but, knows you have enough of them. Yeah. Uh, so did the ceiling fan distract you? No. So they talk about the ceiling fan a couple of times, yeah. which is cute. But the lighting, mm-hmm. if you watch like anybody in the scene, like you can see the rotating light of a ceiling fan. Oh, and it didn't really bug me. Oh, it bugged me. And it was it was like, I wonder, did the ceiling fan exist and the lines only exist to be like, well, we have to call attention to it because it's really... I, I think they could have turned the ceiling fan off. Yeah, I almost feel like they added it because they wanted to make sure you saw, like, ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. Weird. Huh. So the first time I watched the scene, I remember being like, oh, my gosh, applying for an apartment is intimidating. This woman's crazy. She wants a credit check and a first month security deposit. That's just unreasonable. And I'm like, uh, yep, nope, nope that's, that's apartment shopping. That's, yep. that's what you do. Mm-hmm. What uh, shocked me about this scene is that Anya refers to having her own place. Right? I was like, um, we did not establish this at all, folks. Also, I okay, so I get, I know some people feel differently, mm-hmm. but I have strong feelings about people who assume that other people's money is their own. So when Anya's like, mm-hmm. you need to get me this apartment, I'm like, First off, you have your own. Yeah. And if it's not... It's if, nicer than Xander's. Right? If Xander's apartment isn't good enough for you, yeah. stay at your own apartment and mm-hmm. either he can come to you or you, you yeah. have to deal with that fact. But mm-hmm. like, it, you have your own place and you're bitching about his apartment? You have your own place. Yeah. It's it's a very odd thing. It's it's almost like she doesn't understand like the level of relationship they're at because it seems like a weird time to like yeah. move in together. Right? Like they've been dating for not even a year. Yeah. Like, and it's not been like a smooth year. Right? So like the fact that she already feels entitled to his money. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, independent. Yeah. Be an independent woman. Did you learn nothing from your centuries as a demon? Right? Ugh. Also, how is she paying that rent for her apartment? Here's my theory. Okay. Okay. She's, she's a demon for like hundreds of years doing sure. weird wish scenarios. Yeah. And she doesn't really have to have a place. But I'm sure 
Incidentally, you're creating a bunch of realities. It's easy to stack up some money. She sure. probably just had it in a savings account somewhere. You kill like 20, you know, dudes in the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. You're like, no one's going to be missing this sack of gold. Yeah. So I think what she did is just like put that money away for a rainy day, you know, sure. in case anyone ever smashes up my amulet. Yeah. And then that day came and she's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, take this money out of my, my Swiss bank account. Doubly so then she should be like, Xander, I have money. You can move in with me. Oh, um, maybe she spent a lot of it on that arm brace. I mean, if, I mean, I uh, medical bills. Uh, this is pre Obamacare. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, insurance rates in Sunnydale have to be through the roof. I mean, that's true. Everyone's getting attacked yeah. all the time, and you've got to get renters' insurance because oh. I mean, like, maybe if you're not in Sunnydale, you're like, I'll roll the dice. I won't have renters' insurance in Sunnydale. You got to have it. And I wonder if like demon attacks are considered an act of God. That seems, you know. I doubt it. What if a yeah. hell mouth opens up? That's definitely not. You that's have an, to have special demon insurance. Yeah. It's not really an earthquake. It's definitely not an act of God. It's the exact opposite, in fact. It's fair, yeah. So Toth surprises Giles at the magic shop. Giles, magic box! Giles and his fertility statue. <laughs> I just... He hits them with it, and it's, it's he tries so hard. It's very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. She's got some good heft to her. Yeah. It's adorable. I feel like if it was a lot of other demons, he would have gotten out of there okay. But Toth seems pretty tough. To- yeah. Yeah. I mean, Giles put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. So later, the gang is researching the intruder. I like it. Buffy thinks Toth is a British expression that means moron. Uh, funny thing I found, that is the only reason he's named that, is for that joke. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. Toth <laughs> means moron. I like the the joke. He had a specific olfactory presence. The olfactory? I hate that place. <laughs> oh, God. Xander. But I like the fact that it's an actual joke, but he's like, I know what that means. He smelled. <laughs> like that's, that's a rare opportunity where he's like, that was a joke, guys. I'm not that dumb. I don't believe him. <laughs> uh, so they go to the city dump. So here's a quote, a Buffy quote for everyday life that mm-hmm. I should use, but don't. People say they're recycling. They're, They're not, not recycling. recycling. And that marks the last time I enjoy Riley on the series. Oh, take a drink. Goodbye, enjoyable Riley. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably find something to counteract, contradict that. He does have good delivery. It's just that he's, this might mark the end of him having uh, the good lines. Yeah. Um, and uh, sensical character development. Um, but yeah, that's a really good line. I really like it. <laughs> and, and the delivery, again. He gets so much crap, but his timing on these lines is just so easy Mm -hmm. and therefore really funny. People say they're recycling. They're not recycling. And, you know, it's kind of a similar role to like what Oz did where he's kind of the the laid back uh, one in some ways who who's not as, you know, much of a character crazy wise as Mm -hmm. as a lot of the other ones, but just has those nice little uh, underplayed bits. Mm hmm. They run into Spike scavenging. I like Willow's reaction lamp. Oh, very pretty. <laughs> it is a pretty lamp. Yeah. And they tell him they're looking for a demon, tall roby thing, like that one. Oh, well. This is, I mixed this up. I thought this was the instance where like, oh, great. I'll tell him that, you know, where you are so he can kill you mm-hmm. because I hate you people. Yeah. I think that was last season. Yeah. But I mean, he you know he would have. Yeah. Totally. He's, he's cheering on Toph. It's very fair. Xander knocks Buffy out of the way. Good for him, Xander. Again, I'm always very impressed when he puts himself in danger, knowing full well that he's a little weakling. Yeah. 
You know, like, of all the people you're going to save, I mean, save Willow, but, like, Buffy has super strength. Yeah. But no, it's just because Xander's just a really good guy. Yeah, it's like, I don't want my friend to get hurt. Uh, he takes the hit from Toth's stick. Mm-hmm. The gang is... Stick. The stick. She said stick. Did I enunciate that too much? No, I'm just... Just in case somebody just heard Toth's... Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. <laughs> That would be a very different episode. You like fish sticks? Uh. <laughs> Love it. That never gets old. <laughs> uh, so the gang ex- assists Xander home, but wait! Xander's still there! What? Two Xanders, no waiting. <laughs> now we'll f- throw in another Xander. <laughs> we don't need three. <laughs> Xander wakes up the next morning in the dump smelly and abandoned by his friends i do love the reference to earlier in the episode where they talked about the cat peeing on the hot plate and he's like <laughs> oh let's try to use the hot plate again because that would yeah. be the smell yeah i like that it's yeah. good uh so when he can't get into his apartment he peeks through the window mm-hmm. and sees a much cleaner <gasps> him in his place bum 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 very creepy i can't really decide what i would do with that information yeah it's kind of like uh well i'm not gonna just like go after him because that's me that's me yeah i'm fairly certain i'd be like okay so i've literally gone crazy Mm -hmm. being committed would suck did i forget that i had an identical twin i think i'm gonna run my head into the wall until this goes away (laughs) so he's super klutzy and smelly and dirty and he needs buffy's help Aww. And he goes to a payphone where there's a widespread panic sticker. That's my first one. Okay. Okay. Yes. We have to get serious here for a second. Getting super serious, guys. Super serious. Taking my glasses off for this is how serious it is. Thank you. Yes. Buffy's outfit. (laughs) (laughs) The glasses went back on. So she's got tie-dye brown bell bottoms. Of course. Who uh, who doesn't? First off, they've got the tie-dye pattern, but they're just all brown. (laughs) Tie-dye usually implies bright colors. Be like if tie-dye existed in Old West times. But speaking of bright colors, (laughs) we've got the halter top that technically color-wise matches, but it's like sparkly. it's It's a great look. And then the long pink duster. It's a it's a lot of choices. There's a lot of choices here. It technically matches, although when you have two patterns, you've got striped and tie dye. Yeah. I don't know about that. The duster brought back a lot of '90s memories. Oh yeah, it's very. That it's a like, very '90s. It is very '90s. I'm like, I'm oh. gonna admit. Okay. I had a duster. Shut up! Stop laughing. Well, I'm not laughing. <laughs> uh, it was a black duster. It was. It wasn't like spikes like leather yeah. duster it was it was like buffy's where it was like a, a long sweater yeah uh i bought it at the store rave yeah oh, who remembers 90s malls and the store oh. rave that is uh it's like a bad writer coming up with the name of a store in a 90s mall and it really existed <laughs> for like uh. a 50 cent party clothing <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna be real honest here mm-hmm. i missed that duster i looked good in that duster Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to take your word for that one. Sometimes a long sweater completes the outfit, Mike. Not in this case with Buffy, but oh, sometimes. No, no. It, uh, it completes something. Uh, <laughs> maybe Buffy's descent into madness. <laughs> it is laundry day. Yeah. So I get that Riley is worried about Buffy, mm-hmm. and he should be. You know, it, it shows that he cares. Yeah. 
So Dawn's gagging at them kissing. I like the comment. My friend knows a girl who died from choking on her boyfriend's tongue. It's such like a a, a (laughs) preteen thing to believe. I literally laughed out loud at that. (laughs) That's hilarious. What a shitty little sister thing to say. Uh, God damn it, Dawn. Oh, by the way. Another widespread panic poster. Jesus. I know. They're they're trying to like kill us if you're doing the drink game in this episode. <laughs> uh so Joyce Joyce has a headache. Foreshadowing. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh Buffy slams door in Don's face. <laughs> Spike sets up a mannequin in his Guys, mannequin three got real weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh so and then he he punches Cause we can be this life together. One and one forever. So this is gonna stop Spike now. This episode has a lot of widespread panic posters. Also, numerous occasions of me going, I haven't seen that movie. Uh, either Mannequin? No. Mannequin or Mannequin 2 on the loose. Oh. Star- thought- starring the original uh, Buffy uh, Christy Swanson. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. First one is Kim Cattrall. Oh, that I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Xander is looking way too well dressed for his construction job. He is yeah. straight up not wearing, but like he's wearing like loafers. Yeah, he's wearing like he he's wearing the clothes that like a contractor who's not actually doing the stuff but right. just supervising, right? Would wear, which I guess is like in order to get a promotion, but it also seems like, oh man, you're gonna you're gonna ruin those clothes. Just impractical. Uh, he doesn't respond to his name, which I really like that yeah. that detail because it makes it really seem like he's mm-hmm. tough when like yeah. in reality he just doesn't hear anything because yeah. power tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do nice, nice little hints of like, ooh, this is suggesting that he might not be the real Xander, but it mm-hmm. also just makes sense as something you could do. Sure, like on a second watch, you're like, oh, it's just practical. Yeah. <laughs> Clean Xander easily ducks a big pipe, while Dirty Xander gets hit in the head by a porta potty. Yeah, and it's like the second time in, in like five minutes that somebody's hit in the face with a door. I, I mean, a lot of, a lot of door faces. They should watch where they're going. Yeah, move out of the way, Dawn. So this dude's hard hat says Sedaris. Mm-hmm. Is this a joke? Am I missing something? Or is it just a last name? I think it's just a last name. Okay. I mean, maybe it was a really early fan of David Sedaris or like Amy Sedaris. It's just a reference to something. Okay. Dirty Xander thinks that he's going to get fired, but clean Xander, hereby referred to as CX, flashes a... <laughs> My nose got long, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Flashes a shiny coin and boss man hires him on full what? time. Must be a spell. Yep. He also flashes the shiny thing to the landlady and she not only grants him the apartment, she is flirting too. Like real hardcore. And like, real hardcore. And it's like, you know, like he was seeing this place with his girlfriend. Yeah, right, you're lady? well aware. And like, you've also like seen him in his dirty. I understand that you're like, oh, he's looking way better than he did yesterday, but also like. I've seen you at your worst. And I'm like, now I've gone from being disgusted to neutral. You don't need to go straight to a 10 of like. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's what she's into is like guys who really are variant on their level of hygiene and put togetherness. That's just their thing. That classic. I can fix him. Oh, God. (laughs) Or I could I could help him fix himself more. More work in progress. Xander attacks Xander. (laughs) Some hot Xander on Xander action. That's what we should have the three-way with. No. No. Not interested. <laughs> terrible idea. I don't. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Queen Xander escapes to Giles's, where he convinces Giles, Buffy, and Riley that he's the real <gasps> Xander. And readily, they're like, yes, that's that's yeah. totally the truth. I mean, I get it. They don't really have, like, an alternative. Yeah. They're not presented with both people. You wouldn't, you wouldn't assume. Yeah. And meanwhile, Dirty Xander sets out to prove to Willow that he's the real Xander. <laughs> and I can prove it, too. <laughs> and we get the beloved, the famous, mm-hmm. the iconic... The in the opening credits. Snoopy dance. <laughs> you know what I on this the, on this watch made me really like you know what sells it? It's the the Foley work, the the sound. Oh. Because really? it's just it's like it's the the there's no background music. It's mm. super quiet and you just hear the You just hear like his his clothes rustling and the, yeah. the yeah. And just like and it's very faint, and I think that's what's so funny about it, is just that makes it that much more kind of sad and pathetic and goofy. <laughs> I really like Willow's reaction to this mm-hmm. whole thing of the idea that she she's not met clean Xander. Yeah. So he's like, I can prove it's really me. And she's like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, that's something from knowing him for so long. It's like, I'm just going to let this one play out. Exactly. <laughs> like anyone, like in real life, you might be like, I mean, why wouldn't you be? But she's just like, okay. I live in a, in a, in a weird city. I got some strange friends. I'm just going to see what, what happens here. Let this play out. Meanwhile, Riley's up to his shoot first, ask questions later deal. Mm -hmm. He just wants to kill the other one. I mean, you'd think that after season four, he would have learned the problem with this. It's funny because like last episode or not the two episodes ago, he was like, we would have learned everything about Dracula. And now he's like, just kill it. Yeah. Uh, They don't know what to do with Riley in this season. Clean Xander immediately is like, oh, you know, it must be tough. Dirty Xander is like, it's robots. It's evil robots. (laughs) It's an evil robot. (laughs) I love Willow again. Sure. Or it's tough. Or it's, or it's tough. <laughs> She's just so like, I'm just going to be calm. Yep. You're freaking out. <laughs> Poor Xander, you know, he made his whole no butt monkey pledge and that he's just immediately yeah. the butt monkey. Once I mean, he's, he's, he's concentrated butt monkey here. Yes. Yes. That's true. Uh, at this point, he is just ready to let Toth have his life. Aww. I mean, what does he have that's worth? Anya. Well, 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 that's that's how shocking it was. Somebody <laughs> dropped a big old pipe. He can't have her. I need her. Like, well, really? Really? <laughs> that's, yeah. It reminds me a lot of her. Exactly, right? But, I mean, like, this, at first you're like, I mean, yeah, I guess I haven't seen a real emotional connection. But then you mm-hmm. think about the Yoko factor when mm-hmm. Anya huddled into bed with him and she's yeah. just like, I love you. And you're like, oh. And it's also like. Even more so than, like, they have a love for the ages. Like, she's the one who's really been there for him mm-hmm. in in a way the past year that it, it feels to him like he's kind of been separated from a lot of his friends. And he's not in high school anymore. And he realizes, like, I don't really know where I'm going so much. But mm-hmm. there's this person that I can depend upon. I like that. Like, wait till you, you know, you, you know, you knew that this was happening and you didn't think about Anya till now, like, wait till you have an evil twin. See how See, you, you handle, handle it. it. I, I handled it fine. fine. <laughs> yep. She's got some great lines this episode. And just very, like, understated. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. Xander tells Anya that he got the apartment. In, uh, see, where we see Anya's apartment, which is crazy town. Wow, so crazy. Thing. It looks like an old mansion full of it's like angel style. It's like angel style. Yeah. yeah. That's what all, like, hundred-year-old beings have is, like, just some fancy mansion. We have no idea how they pay for it. All except for Spike. Yeah. Because <laughs> he likes to hang out in crypts. Yeah. He's a weirdo. 
Uh, so her contentment is fleeting. I mean, what mm-hmm. happens? To, this is fine for now, but now what, what happens next? She says that she's dying. She's <laughs> dying, Mike. She may have as little as 50 years. Xander realizes this isn't about the apartment. Mm-hmm. This is about her realizing that she's human now and therefore mortal. Mm-hmm. Time is fleeting. It's all sensitive. Uh, Dirty Xander arrives. Anya is very quick to pick clean Xander. She, like, she doesn't yeah, even waffle. She's just like, make it go away. Yeah. I like this one better. Yeah. Willow goes to Giles's. Research to the rescue. Toss stick. 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 <laughs> Splits one person into two different personality traits. One with all the positives. One mm-hmm. with all the negatives. Toth was trying to separate Buffy from the Slayer. Which I feel like is a little judgmental. A, that they assume that, like, your best qualities are the Slayer. Your worst qualities are Buffy. I'm like, ah. Well, I think they, they try to get out of that by saying it's, like, the strong versus the the weak, which might not necessarily be, like, mm. the, in the moral sense, but more of, like, in order to be a, a strong fighter, like, warrior. Physical strength. Yeah. I mean, I just keep thinking of helpless, where it's like, eh. Mm. She had her power. She was fine. Yeah. She's smart. She's got to get around it. Uh, so if you kill one, they both die. Riley swears that he's in love with full package Buffy mm-hmm. and would not want to see Slayer Buffy get killed so he could just have normal Buffy. It'd be really sweet if the next episode didn't happen. Right? I, just, I don't really believe you. Buffy disarms Xander and stops Xander from killing Xander. But if if Xander kills himself, he's dead. <laughs> The shiny thing that he was playing with was just a flattened nickel. Mm-hmm. All that was just Xander being Those Xander. Those are fun, though, guys. Those are super fun. Really? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, you see Guys, this? they're super fun. Is this a thing that I'm missing out on? This is the latest app. <laughs> flattened nickel. <laughs> and I do love the... Uh, the And he may be Jefferson. <laughs> Toph blows through the door. I love that clean Xander protects... Both Anya and Dirty Xander. They both yeah. hide behind him. Aww. Whatever. They defeat him. Yeah. Toth's gone. Whatever. It's a fun fight. So, Riley's a Nazi. <laughs> he wants to separate the twins and experiment on them. Yep. I mean, buddy. just. Get, I mean. Don't the, say it I, out loud. I can understand. The initiative did kind of mess him up. That is. The, I could see that being the first place his mind goes. I hope he wouldn't actually go through with it <laughs> but, I mean, it would be good for science <laughs> Anya wants to have a threesome is it a threesome if two of the people are the same people I think if they have different bodies at the time yes I think it's partly masturbation well it depends on what you're doing in it we, sure. can, we could break it down you know really technically <laughs> it'll be a special mini up deleted scene <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm like the kill us both Spock then <laughs> <laughs> they both laugh Clearly a bad influence on himself. Mm-hmm. So Xander's moving out of the basement. Aww. Riley and Xander dish about their girls. Riley says that Buffy is the one, but she doesn't love me. Well, you know, if this uh, distresses you guys, guess what? There's a widespread panic poster in the background. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so have we seen proof of this? Have we seen proof that Buffy does not actually love Riley? I know there's the one instance last uh, season where I forget if it's the exact words where he says, like, I love you, uh, or if it's just something to the effect of that, but she doesn't say it back. Mm. That's really the only thing. And that's, I feel like, sometimes it just takes longer for somebody to say that. 
And sometimes it feels cheap of just because the other person says yeah. it. I'm going to say it because I'm a. It's obligatory. Yeah. It feels like I. Well, I can't say it now because you're just going to think I'm mm-hmm. saying it because it's required. Yeah. And this this revelation, I think, if this had been more of what was going on with Riley instead of all the other bullshit they pile on to him starting next episode, this could be an interesting storyline where it's about somebody in a relationship who really loves the other person but knows that they don't feel the same back. Like I feel like that's an interesting story. A relationship that's that's uneven in that way where mm-hmm. somebody loves the other person more. And that's it's pretty common. Usually it's not, you know, as devastating. But there's, you know, you could probably break it down just like everyone really does have a favorite kid. You're lying to yourself if you think you don't. Yeah. You're there, you know, there's going to be one person relationship that probably loves the other person a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, I just haven't seen this. This, I feel like, was just kind of, I mean, not like a shocker, like, oh, my God. Bum, bum, bum. They've been so in love. But it's just like, I mean, where's your evidence of that? Yeah. She went through a lot for you last season. Mm-hmm. And also, it's early in the relationship. Like, you yeah. guys have been okay, dating for a under a year. Yeah. I mean, chill out. Yeah. So what's the lesson in the replacement? Everyone is the sum total of their parts. If you didn't have your weaker traits, then you wouldn't be you. Mm-hmm. And there's also like a little sub theme about like not an- underestimating yourself because they, yeah. they have a little thing about like, oh, no, like Xander, this was all stuff you, you earned. Exactly. Like, this, don't think that it was just magic that got you this. Yeah. You did this. You yeah. were pretty great. Aw. <laughs> Uh, I think it's time to take a break. All right. And hear from our sponsor. Hi, I'm a Mac. And I'm on to you. We both run lots of cool programs like Microsoft Office. You can't fool anyone. I know exactly who you are. You are some kind of evil me guy. And I can also run lots of cool programs like iTunes, iMovie, iPhoto. No, you're some kind of a robot. A robot demon. Demon bot. Well, I can help anyone edit movies or build a website right out of the box. I have to destroy you. You aren't going to get my life. And you can still network with any PC, even if it has Vista. Die, 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 die! Hey, hey, who are you guys? Stop. I'm the real one. He's the imposter. Let go of me. Not not me. No, no, he's me. Get him. Him, me, not me, me. I'm, I'm, I'm the me, me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, PC, it's all part of the iLife. And on a Mac, it's just really simple. I'll get you for this! It's time to put the replacement back on the shelf and open the books on Out of My Mind. on top of a ma- mausoleum. Yeah, nice crane shot. It's very cool. Pretty badass. I mean, they don't use the height of these mausoleums enough. This is no. a good vantage point. Mm-hmm. She stakes a vamp before he's even out of the dirt. Yeah, that's that's, that's some, pretty badass. Some instincts there. It'd be really, really sad if she tried to do it and just missed and just kept like poking <laughs> the dirt. I'm just aerating the soil. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna plant some beets later. Uh, so she fights another vamp, but Riley jumps in. And uh-uh. gets him. And then Spike jumps in. <laughs> and Buffy saves him, which, yep. I mean, why? He tastes his own nose blood, Mike. It's blood. It's what he does. But it's vamp blood. It's not like human blood. Still probably tastes all right. Blah. Blah. 
Exactly. <laughs> Love. Um, I like the whole, like, do you want to go back and kill Spike for the fun of it? Eh. <laughs> I thought, like, eh, 10 feet is a lot of work for Spike. Yeah, it's not worth it. So William the Bloody's awful poetry has gotten better. <laughs> I will know your blood, Slayer. I will make your neck my chalice and drink deep. Falls in the grave. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, I... It, it's never not entertaining to see Spike be all bombastic and full of himself and then just uh, immediately get undercut. Yeah, love it. Buffy and Willow are debating about the French Revolution. Because they're still in school, guys. Yeah. Good to know. Still no idea. I mean, I guess Buffy is living at home this semester. Yeah. But yeah, she at least is taking history class. Mm-hmm. She was studying history in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, Buffy's been working hard at her studies and slaying. Good for her. The gang's helping Giles fix up the magic box. Willow and Tara are adorable. Just super adorable. I think one of my favorite lines is right before they they start talking and they're talking about the nude eyes and Willow's talking about how the nude name still means something. And then she goes and is cute with Tara. So many adorable things in the first part of this Mm -hmm. episode. And so she reads, you know, Willow says like, oh, read my fortune. And Tara takes her poem. She goes, what do you see? Willow hand. Aww. girl you flirting <laughs> tara really looks and i mean i'm sure i don't know if this was just a choice in terms of like costume and makeup but mm-hmm. also character choice she just looks lighter like yeah. she's not trying to hide herself yeah. her, her posture is better she's not dressed in a way where she's like nobody noticed she, me she almost seems kind of like majestic like she's like yeah. ta- like taking her presence in the room yeah even though she's still like shy about i don't want to be you know, a public fortune teller. She's a lot sure. more open around people. But her she posture is even mm-hmm. better. She's holding yeah. herself better. Well, yeah, that's. I think that's that's part of it. Is, yeah, yeah, she just looks so She's yeah so out open. of her shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buffy goes in the back to train, but is tackled by Riley because that's what you want to do. Just you know, beat up your girlfriend right away. <sighs> so over eager. It's so annoying. Just so desperate for attention. You're yeah. so needy. Just okay. Figure out your shit, bro. Uh, I mean, just very quickly, very annoying. Yeah. Uh, we see her training room for the first time. Lots of cool uh, stuff in here. We got a pommel horse. We got a scarecrow. Got lots of weird weapons on the wall. Looks awesome. Some different, like, tribal symbol looking mm-hmm. Buddhist, maybe, stuff. Yeah. Maybe there's, there's like, wardings against stuff. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, Riley really, really wants to fight his girlfriend. <sighs> God damn it, Riley. Or does he just want to prove how strong he is? I guess that's what they're going for, but it's just really annoying. I mean, it's like he's in a measuring contest with his own girlfriend. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, no, you're, yes, you're the man. Cool, bro. You can can fight your girlfriend. That's cool, I guess. Very impressed. She completely ignores him. And I mean, good. Like, I just want to be like, buddy... Not everything's about you. Sometimes you just gotta let her. This is a moment for mm-hmm. let her have her moment. Yeah, this is a thing. Her her nice friend Giles built this whole thing for her. Let them like share that moment. He's acting like a kid who's like, it's Buffy's birthday and I didn't get presents. Or it's like, I mean, it's not about you right yeah. now. So Mike, explain to me when she says the thing about Q. Why do they get weird? Because um, there's two characters named Q okay. in uh, popular like nerdy things. One is the the gadgets guy from James Bond. The other one is uh, this kind of like 
godlike being who messes with Picard on Next Generation Star Trek. Okay. Um, and it's weird because I feel like automatically most people, especially given the context, would assume it was the first Q. I only know the first Q. one, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's definitely the mu- much better known Q. So it seems weird that all three of these people, including Giles, who I feel like would only know the first one. Right. Um, are taken aback. Maybe the thing is supposed to be that she, the joke just didn't land, period. Not that it was, they got cues confused. It was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I was just it was a little overwritten. They didn't seem like they got, like, because they didn't seem comforted by her explanation. So I was like, oh, they didn't get yeah. either one. But is like, is Q for Star Trek a negative association? Yeah, he's, he's, a bad he's kind guy? of a bad guy. I mean, he's, a lot of times he's almost more mischievous than a bad guy. In the is way, he like Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream, a little bit, okay. or or like um, I'm trying to think. There's there's a lot of characters like this. I'm trying to think of another one offhand that's like super powerful, but they don't like try to destroy the the person. They just kind of mess with them, like uh, kind of like a uh, Mister Mixelplex with Superman or Batman with Batman, or I'm trying to think of a more commonly known one. I can't right now. I feel like my Shakespeare reference is totally accessible. Yeah, but he's not like all powerful. Got it, got it. Loki? Kind of like Loki, I guess, like a, a more a more low key Loki. I got that one. <laughs> Spike is watching Dawson's Creek, right? It's yeah. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, Pacey. Okay, great. Uh when Harmony bursts in. I'm Buffy's arch nemesis. Oh, God. Spike wants sex in exchange for sanctuary, which Harmony is totally fine with. Yeah. I feel like she probably would have been doing that anyway. Yeah, I think she was just like, oh, no, that was in the oh, pl- yeah. that was part I, of my... I'm assuming. That was like, the thing. We're standing together like we're going to have sex. Right. Uh, she's trying to be all bad and smoke. <laughs> I am a villain, Spike. Hello. Spike wants Harmony to kill Buffy since he can't. Hmm. <laughs> But can you help with the thinking? Because <laughs> apparently whatever plan she had before was so bad it had to be replaced by the shitty plan that Spike gave her. <laughs> I love Harmony. Yeah. I, and I especially love the the combination of Harmony and Spike. It's just like, this is such a bad idea. Yeah. They should not be even talking to each other, let alone... But you can see it because he's yeah. so manipulative that mm-hmm. like she is so easily like... She's not going to challenge his him in yeah. any way. Mm-hmm. Which you can see like that he would be torn between he likes it but also is really annoyed by that mm-hmm. that he can tell he kind of wants her to be like fuck you yeah he would not want to take a five day road trip with harmony no no, no. i'd take a five day road trip with spike i'd do that oh that would be fun you talking about blooming onions you'd have to like black out all the windows like in near dark yeah then i ain't driving because yeah. i check my mirrors a lot <laughs> <laughs> i could kill a vampire in the daytime Riley is even trying to one-up Buffy in bed. Come on, bro. Okay, so I asked this last season. I'm going to ask it again. Is Riley sexist? I think this time it's a lot lot closer, if not just outright. Like, yeah, like, because you don't need to have, and I understand it was a big part of his life. You don't need to have the identity of I'm the big, strong military guy anymore. Mm -hmm. You could do something else with your life and just accept that you have, like, a relationship with this cool woman who's becoming a better and better fighter. You don't have to be a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Or sure. if you want to be a fighter, you could just be a less good fighter than 
the person who's like calling it is. Mm-hmm. And you should just be fine with that. I feel like this character in this season becomes Joss's commentary on probably a lot of modern males mm-hmm. that while they they would not define themselves as, as sexist, mm-hmm. maybe um, subconsciously they cannot handle the idea of a female significant other being stronger than them mm-hmm. making more money or than making them. more money yeah. than them or being smarter than them mm-hmm. or having a better job than them or having better accolades than they do yeah. that like there is definitely like i feel like an evolution mm-hmm. in our society in terms yeah. of equality that some men just aren't ready for like yeah, sure, men and women are equal, but a stay-at-home dad. Blah, 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 blah. That just sounds great. <laughs> like, if if I if I met a woman who was like super successful and we could like comfortably live and I could just be the stay-at-home dad, oh, I would take that any day of the week. Yeah, that'd be great. Could be like watching some Netflix while I'm like changing diapers. That's but cool. there's a lot of pushback, even you know, in nowadays that like the idea that like oh that means that the husband's a failure like no that means that he made the choice to stay home and that's fine you could definitely make an argument a lot of like the weird stuff that's been happening on the internet in the past year or so and just the the uh, prominence of the insult of a being called a cuck is a weird pushback to the you've heard about this right no say what the cuck spell that sure uh c-u-c-k short for cuckold Okay. Um, it is now like the favorite insult of a lot of people on the internet because it's uh, more or less you usually use this slang for somebody, uh, a guy specifically, mm. a man who likes to watch his wife or significant other with another man. Well, I know what, like a cuckold is, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's specifically being used, especially with the shortened cuck, mm-hmm. as like the ultimate insult from a bunch of you know men's rights activists and that kind of thing because it's like, oh, God forbid that you. Be into something. So this is the new that, calling a guy a pussy. Yeah, but like it's supposed to be like the worst thing you could call a dude because it takes away like you're not a real man if you uh, participate in this particular uh, sexual proclivity. Because hmm. there's no way that that could just be something you two are into. That means you're not a real man. Right. So this is my answer to the question. Yes, I think Riley yeah. is sexist. He's not the worst in the world, mm-hmm. but I don't think his yeah. ego can handle mm-hmm. being with a woman. I mean, like, even if Buffy were, didn't have superpowers, yeah. I think he would still have the pro- a mm-hmm. problem with the fact that she is emotionally yeah. strong. She's intelligent and she's independent. Mm-hmm. I think he would be upset that yeah. she doesn't need him yeah and i think it's it's become much more pronounced because he's so like lost in what he's doing with his own life and instead right. of actually dealing with that he's making it about this relationship when really he's right. got to pull this shit together which is true to life like there yeah. are certain people that you want to be like hey this relationship can't be the only thing in your life that's unhealthy mm-hmm. yeah especially because it's like clearly like he lost his his initiative right meaning and then just put all of that energy into this relationship like and and i date it like in high mm-hmm. school you i would date guys where it's like you need a hobby buddy yeah and 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 guys that would get mad at me for having extracurriculars or god forbid for studying you should be with me right now and only think about me like oh, no boy. no and because i'm a i'm a person yeah and i'm my own person i'm a separate person from different you. from you I think that this is purposeful. I don't mm-hmm. think this is, yeah. you know, 
Joss writing the ideal male and us and mm-hmm. people get up in arms about like, ah, he's awful. S is on purpose. And this is a thing that people do. Yeah. But Riley needs a fucking hobby. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like he starts to become both one dimensional and a lot of his, his, I don't know, his character traits just don't seem to add up anymore. Cause like he's, it's almost like he's being used for different things now. Mm, yeah. And it's, I just don't really sympathize with him starting pretty much in this episode yeah. until he's off the series. Yeah. It, it is a very quick, like, wow. Yeah. But then again, very quickly, he lost uh, all of his friends, his purpose in life. He's doing fine in like the first episode or two. Yeah. Don uh, is pointing out the cereal for the Sugar bombs. I love this. This is charming. And it is charming because she's like, this is the rare instance where it's like, if she was 10, it would just be a 10 year old. The fact that she's 14, it's like, this is more charming because she's like too old. It stops being charming when she rudely says to her mom i want, I want eggs. eggs yeah that's the part are you my mother would never stand uh, for this are you kidding my mom would be like, yeah. oh do i run a restaurant that would never happen and especially because it looks like she's making no effort to clean all that cereal she just poured yeah out. no she's just like leaving these bowls yeah. on no 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 i got my toy make me some eggs yeah Mm-mm. joyce gets a headache oh, again and then there's the creepy who, who are, are you, you? Oh. and then she passes out so creepy Buffy and Riley meet Don at the hospital mm-hmm. with Dr. Ben. CW slash WB approved white dude. That is definitely exactly what this is. <laughs> Don is playing with his stethoscope. Mm-hmm. This is where it's like, okay, but she's not Shen. Yeah. Any 14 year old be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, or they, they wouldn't be like testing it out a bunch of random people. They would, yeah. Like, if they're playing with it, they'd be playing with it on themselves. They like no fourteen year olds gonna be like, I'm going to this doctor I don't know, and then on my sister, well, and my sister's 14 boyfriend. Fourteen year old to be randomly touching your chest would be like that's inappropriate. Yeah. If it's a little kid, you're like, I mean, this is what kids do. Ben and Buffy's hearts are okay, but Riley's <sighs> is crazy. Very suspicious. Very crazy. It's not even like consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because he's so in love. His heart's racing, Mike, because he's so in love. With himself. He's so... I mean, yeah, no. Uh, he has tachycardia, which I looked up because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to know exactly what this is. It is a fancy word that means a fast heartbeat. Yep. I'm a little pissed off about that. <laughs> you wanted to be something cooler. I, I wanted it to be... I was like, oh, I'm going to look this up and know exactly what, mm-hmm. what tachycardia means. It just means a fast heartbeat. Yeah. I did not learn something new, Mike. But hey, you could use this to sound fancy to people. That's like, true. Do they have tachycardia? Uh, it means a fast heartbeat. Oh, I've been running for a while. I have tachycardia. <laughs> like, oh, you should go to the hospital. Oh, no, I don't mean, I just, like, I have an I just, elevated uh, heart rate. I have my heart. But Riley refuses to stay in the hospital. Oh, he's such a douche about it, too. He is. Yeah. I kind of get it, because I don't like doctors. Yeah, but I... This is a little extreme. This isn't like, you know, I'm fine. My heart works different. It's like, no, this is a, Aww. like, it's not like me refusing to go to the doctor when I have a cold. No. Or refusing to stay home from work when I'm clearly sick. Yeah, it's like there's doctor's recommendations. Clearly, your girlfriend, who you claim to like, this is what is so important to you. She clearly wants you to like take care of yourself. She's giving you the attention you wanted. (laughs) Joyce is on the couch. Um, Everyone's making recommendations Mm -hmm. for things that would relax her. Don, I like chicken fingers with mustard when I'm sick. This is not about you, Don. Yeah. Come on, Don. Willow recommends a lump game. I think we have a nice, quiet game about being a lump. Do you kind of want to make that game? I feel like we should make a lump game. Uh, lump game. It's a very attractive title. Mm-hmm. 
It's very exciting. I feel like all the kids are going to want to play the lump game. Buffy and Willow think that the initiative is to blame for Riley's pulse. Don keeps interjecting about spy trivia, conspiracy. <laughs> I'm sure that that Castro uh, itching powder thing is really going to help Don. <laughs> she says that if the initiatives listen in all the time, they should just say what they want them to hear. And mm-hmm. then the initiative will hear it, which makes sense. So Buffy goes to Riley's apartment, which will be the first and last time we see it. A lot of first and last time apartments this week. Just random set pieces we're not going to get again. It kind of looks like Fate's hotel room repurposed. What? I'm I'm sure it's not. (laughs) Buffy talks straight into Riley's phone and tells them Riley's sick. Mm -hmm. He's got a landline. Yep. It's and it's on top of a tube television. (laughs) This was made in the late 80s, early 2000s. You know what else had that stuff? Fate's apartment. Action shot of Riley playing basketball. This is, I I know that technically this was made in the in two thousand. This, this is so the nineties shot I've seen in anything outside of Salute Your Shorts. It is so nineties. Oh my god! Look at you, Mark Lucas playing ball. Yeah, tank top. I feel like it's, it's the start of a Gatorade commercial. They're trying to. I feel like they're trying to make them look like really athletic guy mm-hmm. super in shape and you're like not really <laughs> he just looks like that guy who's way too into the game it's like we're just having a friendly game chill here, out dude bro. it is a park yeah we're not even keeping score yeah we're just on a break from the law firm down the street <laughs> and who shows up gramped i swear to god he says <laughs> gramped i swear to god i like rewound it i was like i hear gramped this is not in my head this is what he's called that character <laughs> Riley doesn't trust the initiative. Mm-hmm. Gramps Gramp's a good guy. He is a good guy. You can tra- He was never like super go initiative mm-hmm. no. fun times. He was always pretty level headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wants to take Riley to an initiative doctor. Riley fights him and two other initiative no face dudes and um, runs away. <laughs> run away. I would run away from no face dudes too. Graham tells Buffy that Riley's heart is working extra hard to keep him working at the initiative pace, and he's feeling no pain, so he doesn't even realize it. it. He asks Buffy to get Riley to their neurosurgeon. Uh, you know what's a hard word to spell? Neurosurgeon? Yeah. No, I got it wrong twice here. A lot of vowels in There's, there. There are so and many vowels. It's like if you want to buy the vowels in that word, you're going you're gonna to be broke on Wheel of Fortune. I mean, not really, right? Because there's you you don't pay for each individual. You pay for the letter. Anyways, I'm pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. Surprisingly. Like, I'm not good at many things. But mm-hmm. that, like, when I came home from school, my mom would have Wheel of Fortune on the living room. And I would watch that mm-hmm. until dinner time. I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it might just be that I've seen all the puzzles that exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of a weird question. Yeah. Is there, like, one puzzle that you just think of as, like, your go-to i remember this is the wheel of fortune no puzzle no mine is the artist formerly known as prince okay so like every time somebody mentions wheel of fortune i think about it i was like oh i remember the one time and the the answer was the artist formerly known as prince because that was like his long name yeah Yeah. well that and styrofoam hat did you ever see that clip no it's like somebody i think i think it's it might be like the final wheel of fortune it might just be like that um the speed round it was either in the final round or like that speed round before the final round where it's clear, very clear. The first word was styrofoam. Mm-hmm. The second word was three letters. So most people would think like, oh, what's styrofoam? Common styrofoam object. Oh, like a, like a styrofoam cup. Mm-hmm. This guy very confidently 
styrofoam hat. Not really a popular thing. I guess maybe those those fake straw boaters. No, I was, th- I was thinking of the big cowboy hats at football games. Those are usually styrofoam. I thought those were like a squishier foam. Are You're right. They are just foam. Okay. Yeah. Styrofoam. That's the brand name we've come to know and trust. <laughs> if you want something that's going to exist in your landfills forever, trust styrofoam. Trust styrofoam. Second out of the episode. Buffy fills the gang in on Riley's condition. Xander really not subtly. Hints at Riley's concerned over Buffy not loving him, and nobody else gets it. For once, Riley or Xander has outsmarted everyone. Mm-hmm. Buffy thinks that Riley's in the initiative caves, for which she needs Spike's help. And uh, I think it's in this scene as they're leaving. I did spot somewhere around here a widespread panic poster. I can't remember exactly where. But, you know, just take a drink. This is the Riley stuff is getting kind of hard. Just take a drink anyway. They thought the season was ending, so they're like, we got to fit them all in. Yeah. Or the series, rather. 20 questions with Spike and Harmony. Mm. What's a bread box? Yep. Buffy knocks loudly. Yeah. Super loudly. And then once she gets in, Spike says to her, can't you knock? Uh, yeah, she can. Real, real loud. Are you deaf? Mm-hmm. Are your vampire ears dead? Did you think it was the raven? Quoting nevermore. <laughs> she starts to tell her to get lost, but hey, look at this pretty piece of paper. <laughs> she rips the dollar bills in half as I a down that. payment. The Would that half. work? What do you mean? If you rip the dollar, I mean, could you do that? As legal tender, would that work? Oh no, you need at least sixty percent of a bill in order to. But to... so you really would have to like match up the serial numbers. Yeah, or yeah, have two halves of a of a bill. And that's what I mean. Like yeah. when she gave you the other half, it would be painstaking, annoying work. But you yeah. could tape it back. And oh yeah, I've, okay. I've both given and received taped bills. It's annoying as as hell. But okay, yeah, not as annoying as the time I was tipped with a dollar bill that had gum in it. Ah, ew. Yep. It's like, here's a curse. Ew. You throw this out or, you know, do a lot of work to get a dollar. <laughs> right? Like, what is a dollar worth to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, at Starbucks, I was tipped with a dollar bill that was covered in blood. Was the person <laughs> covered in blood? No, it was dried blood, but it was still like, we emptied out the tip jars and it was like, well, that's blood. <laughs> Who wants it? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh. Instead of looking for Riley, Spike hijacks his doctor's appointment. It's hard to get an appointment, okay? His calendar feels yeah, that. you know. So he got the doc out of the hospital and then moved him to the college? Yeah. That's okay. How? The car. You got to get him out of the hospital to the car. The, the back way. Okay. It, it, this I found this confusing. Yeah. It was like, we're in the hospital, cut to the college. And you're like, what? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I think it definitely, when the, the first time I saw this, it, it just probably read as a different part of the hospital. Yeah. And I don't know that it really needs to be anything other than that. Why? Yeah, why did it need to be the college? Yeah. I don't, I don't know that we need like a, a to make it longer of them looking for somebody else. Yeah, the fact that they like can't find him. Uh, Willow and Tara check out the burnt out shell of the school where Willow casts a light spell. Oh, she has now officially surpassed Tara in magic. Uh-oh. This spell that Tara taught her, she's now improved upon. I mean, but like uh, I get it, foreboding, but it's pretty and it's practical. <laughs> That's what they all say, and then magic bad times. So Buffy's looking through the caves, finds Riley punching the wall of the cave. Here's the thing. I get that he's not feeling pain, right? Like, he's punching it, and he's like, this doesn't hurt me. But, like, do you want to be able to use your hand? Like, even if you're not feeling pain, would you like to be like... What did that wall ever do to him? I might break my fingers, and then, like, it's going to be hard to type, or use a pen, or play basketball. Maybe he just really hated that wall. Fuck that wall, man. This wall killed my father. (laughs) So he doesn't trust the government, is what... 
I think the point of the scene is. Yeah. Basically, he thinks that if he's not like super strong guy, Buffy won't like him anymore. And then he does the really dumb thing where he brings up Angel again. Yeah, Riley, you're just losing me on so Stop. many so many friends this episode. Stop being dumb. She convinces him in a very emotional, dramatic, melodramatic speech uh, that um, I don't really believe. Yeah, I... <sighs> It's very emotional, Mike. It's this very is, melodramatic. This is kind of like a, a a a mini Adam issue with me of just like from this point on, I just don't care about the Riley plot. Yeah, it's weirdly convoluted. The development doesn't really make that much sense. He's so unsympathetic. I like it. I really honestly like it from the standpoint of here is a subset of mm-hmm. the current male gender mm-hmm. in our society who feel these feelings, mm-hmm. who despite not being totally sexist, yeah. still harbor these these insecurities yeah. about women. And that's interesting. Yeah. Let's explore that. Mm-hmm. Um, but these really melodramatic, but the, the really melodramatic I, stuff on Buffy's end, I'm like, why are you feeling feelings for him? That's the thing is like, there's, they don't do anything to counteract of like why we should care about him. Why Buffy would want to still be with him when he's acting like this. Mm-hmm. They do nothing to show like the positives of Riley from this right. point on, really. Um, he just seems like he's just become an asshole because he can't get over this one issue and like do something to, sh- to shade him a little bit more. Cause you see, he seems to be becoming one dimensional. And even if, like, it's understandable where this feeling would come from to a degree, and, you know, he's raised very traditionally, so mm, it's like, okay, sure. it's kind of interesting, but, like, have something else there so that we we care about him and what he's going through. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like we know Buffy's going to be fine either way. Exactly. And, like, what what 20-year-old woman wants this really needy guy clinging to you yeah needing all of your time and attention like i've got a calling seems like another annoyance buffy has to deal with like dawn exactly right (laughs) she's got another dawn part two clingy child uh she says you know me like nobody else i've opened up to you in ways i've never okay so physically Mm -hmm. sure this is her most sexual relationship right she with angel was once (laughs) yeah Parker was once. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those worked out too great. Right. Yeah. But it, emotionally, she was with Angel for three years. And I feel like they share a much deeper emotional bond. They are soulmates. Riley, like, he's up until recently, he's been a, an adequate boyfriend. Yeah. But you haven't even hit a year, so it'd be like, you've known me more than anyone else. No. Yeah. He hasn't. He knows your body. Sure. You, maybe if you said something like, and I, I've, I've trusted you more than anyone else. Sure. That yeah. That I could get behind. I can understand that. You're not really going to trust Angel that much. No. Sure. Yeah. yeah or I can't like, trust Parker. Or I've told you things I've never told anyone else. That could, I could Fair. see that. Yeah. Okay. Because seem, he seems like a really solid guy that you can like trust. But yeah. And she's matured. So maybe as a high schooler, like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, what do I tell Angel? Like, maybe just tell him you like him. Like, yeah. that was a whole thing for a while. Uh, Spike is awake for his surgery, which Ooh. is gross. <laughs> Ar- Harmony just can't shut up. She can't. And here's here's the thing about the doc that I don't get. Mm-hmm. So Harmony's clearly an idiot from yeah. from the get-go. This doc mm-hmm. is like, all right, dumb, dumb. Why wouldn't you just use this opportunity to give this dude a lobotomy so he ain't getting up? And then 
you're only having to deal with Harmony. I don't think he's he's comfortable dealing with any vampire. But if you if you do this thing with Spike, there is no way he's letting you go. He's just not. And then you've got he might two just be trying to buy time. Maybe. And he knows he's not going to do it. Because he knows he can't. Yeah. So I think he's just buying time and hoping that somebody comes to save him or he can like somehow sneak out when, you know, Spike is maybe celebrating that, oh, this the the thing's a success and he can run away or something. I, I would I would cut the wrong part wrong part of Spike's brain, mm. turn him into a vegetable, and then try to trick Harmony the idiot. I I don't know. I feel like that even though Harmony is such a joke. She is still a threat to him because he's he can't handle any vampire, even the dumbest vampire. But in he the world. outsmarts her pretty quickly with the whole cigarette thing. I mean, I think that's just because she's very polite. She listens to signs. <laughs> I do really like the whole cigarette gag. I'm like, you need to put out that cigarette. It's not allowed. Oh, really? Says who? Point to the sign. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't see the so sign. So sorry. I really watching this episode. I'm like, I want to play Harmony. <laughs> like I the stage th- version. Yeah, I feel like the actress is having so much fun yeah. here, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. This looks like a hoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the chip is out. So we think. Oh, the, and Spike has slayers to kill, like Faith. Wouldn't it be funny if we wanted to Faith? First? Oh, yeah, no, because <laughs> be... we forget that she exists. Yeah. Uh, the doc stitches up Spike. He, Spike is going to eat the doc right away, because, like I said. And his, and his head it seemed to heal real quick. Red's not like a bleeding. Little, little, little band-aid. Teeny tiny bandage. Riley and Buffy show up. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. It's a double date fight night! Aww. On ESPN. <laughs> Harmony shoots Riley in the leg with the crossbow. Where was that second bolt? Because she doesn't have, like, a, a a pack to hold. Yeah, and they're not carrying a bag. Well, was she, it in in like Spike's jacket? Maybe she retrieved the first one because what she shot the door, right? Or like a wall? Yeah, yeah, you just grab that one. Oh, it seems like a very poor planning, Spike. Spike tackles the Slayer and tries to bite her. His chip doesn't activate when he does a tackle, a yeah, flying tackle. Yeah, the consistency of what constitutes a attack on a human being is very inconsistent. The consistency is inconsistent. It's an inconsistent consistency. <laughs> Uh, it turns out that the doc fooled Spike with a penny. <laughs> it was a bad luck for Spike. Because usually when you find a penny, it's good luck. Well, he's a vampire, so it's opposite rules oh, yeah. for him. Upside down. Just like a, with a human, if you uh, uh, put a wooden stake in their heart, it makes them better. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's instantly healing. You don't do that every morning. Like, in terms of, instead of vitamin C, it's just cheaper. Yeah, just. <laughs> yep. It's refreshing. Let <laughs> your body just eats it up and processes all the minerals it's got food fiber <laughs> so here's the the problem with the penny though mm-hmm. like harmony was looking inside his brain and she yeah. was like i can see it mm-hmm. like in your brain yeah. and then when the doc the doc made her turn around mm-hmm. he did a think i'm like oh the, yeah. the chip's out but she's still standing there looking at his brain can't she be like no it's still in there uh maybe he'd like move whatever brain tissue was kind of like plied open okay back closed maybe move the clamp yeah, yeah. Uh, Riley has a heart attack while fighting Sparman- Sparmony. Sparmony. That is their couple name. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Harmony and Spike bail. Here's the thing. He's all like, she's haunting me. She won't mm-hmm. leave me alone. Everywhere yeah. I turn, there is Buffy. You have a car. You're just, you leave town. She never goes anywhere. <laughs> she's not going on road trips. I mean, I think at this point, he's 
he feels very tethered to the town for like it's it's the place where the initiative was. So if he wants the chip out, it's more mm-hmm. likely that he'll be able to find somebody here. Here's what I think. I think you went south with mm-hmm. Drusella, and that didn't that yeah. didn't end up well. So you go north to Canada. You t- make use of their healthcare system. I don't think this is covered. You don't think? I think I everything's think covered removal. there, isn't it? I don't. I don't think you can just say like whatever you want to do. Like, hey, could you just give me like a robot arm? That's how Canada works. Uh, you know, Canadian stackers. Uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> let us know if that's if that's the case. If that's how your healthcare system works, you can just go into a hospital and ask for whatever. I do like that the uh, gravestone he picks up. Just says "Mama," yeah, and a year, like that's that's kind of I don't know what that character is. <laughs> the ghost of Mama. The baby ordered it. Oh, <laughs> baby was not that that smart. And who's like, the tomb- Mama? Who's the tombstone for? Mama. Mama. Okay, sir. <laughs> Anything else you'd like on there? No. <laughs> Mama. No, we have that. We have that part. Mama. You keep you keep saying that. We've got Mama. that. Would you want it twice? Mama. <laughs> Just how many times do you want it? Mama. So it's once? Mama. Okay, I guess that's once. When was she born? Mama. Okay, but no, that's not a year. That's a name. Mama. We're going to put Mama on there. Mama. But when, when was she born? Mama. Okay, so I'm going to put today's date Mama. And, and, and that. Mama. Great. Pay me. Mama. <laughs> Is Jack okay? <laughs> Wait a minute. This baby could talk the whole time. It's just a jerk. <laughs> I think he's just a short guy in a blanket. Jerk baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, you're being a real jerk baby. Give him you... some slack. His mama just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know who the biggest jerk baby is? Riley. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is exactly what he is. He's a jerk that baby. was his mama. <laughs> I mean, it didn't say that it, it, she wasn't from Kansas. No, it just said mama. <laughs> oh, and I feel so bad for Riley. I don't. Oh. <laughs> uh, but his surgery goes fine. I like the one-legged pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, good to know. I think it's a good detail. Yeah. They're like, we cut off your pants because mm-hmm. arrow. Yeah. Like, don't forget, not only does he need his heart surgery... Arrow. Yeah, yeah, that like Lego. He's had so many surgeries this year. He has. Like just torso alone. He's got that frequent buyers club at the yeah. hospital. It's like, hey, if you get in uh, two more life threatening incidents, the uh sur- surgery's free. Oh good, because they're gonna have a lot of running worth vamps coming up. Oh boy. I mean more than usual. He is a lot of he's gonna be on the losing end, is what I'm saying. Or winning if you ask him. You know? Stick. <laughs> so buffy leaves him to check on her mom Mm -hmm. because her mom has also been in the hospital and she has spent the entire day giving you all of her Mm -hmm. attention and this is a touching scene until in this moment when he looks all butthurt about it okay here's the thing like really you're feeling like oh i don't know what to do i don't have superpowers like my girlfriend when like welcome to the rest of us yeah you know who can deal with this kind of shit of like feeling inadequate because everyone else's superpowers? Fucking Xander can deal with it, bro. Right. And he's not like a super handsome 
athletic guy. Like, no. Yeah. You he's can just deal a with dude. this. You know, you can do a million things. You could go back to college. You could uh, join up the army base that's nearby. You were super smart in yeah. psychiatry. What are you doing with yeah. your degree, buddy? You could be a, like a, a forensic investigator with like the psychology thing. You could go to the just police academy, become a regular cop. You could do a million different things. You could just be a psychiatrist. Yeah. Guess what? They make a lot of money. They make a lot of money. And you don't have to worry about like, oh, I'm not going to be as, as good as Buffy. Like, she's not focusing on that. You can have your own thing. Be successful and, and in feel, a different way. And you can just feel like, oh, I have this thing and she has this thing. And then we, we have our thing together. Hey, you know what? You know what, Riley? You know what? Yeah. You know what? You feel all insecure about I'm not stronger than Buffy mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not as big a badass. Here's what you can do. You can finish your degree. Mm-hmm. You're very smart, I assume. Get your psychiatry degree. Go get your PhD. Mm -hmm. Become a really successful, amazing psychiatrist. And then if if it's so important to you that you're like the big man, support her as a wife. Because she can't get a job. Yeah. She's She's kind of screwed. She's slaying. Yeah. All the time. Support her. She's got to take off weird hours. Yeah. Be the breadwinning male. You can do that for her. That would make you feel like all your like macho, like I need to be. Super conservative, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, hyper traditional background, but still like let her be her own person. Yeah. Um, and you can be in a relationship and not feel all like sad because you can't take her in a fight. You can be all <laughs> superior and be like, you have to ask me for the checkbook. Yeah. That, that's how you get to feel superior mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. Get to her, Riley. So anyway, but oh no, Buffy's going to go check in on her mom because she's a good daughter and her yeah. mom's sick. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so Graham, Graham's last scene, last time we're going to see him. I love this guy. He is cute. Yeah. He. I would watch a Graham spinoff. He is yeah. cute. Yeah. Why? He's like lead, saw enough Graham. He is leading man handsome. Yeah. He should have been Adam. He should. No, he should have been Riley. <laughs> I mean, again, Mark Lucas is fine, but I like Graham. Yeah. Uh, he tells Riley that there's nothing left for him in Sunnydale. And Riley goes, there's her. And it's a good fucking point. Yeah. You should have more than just your significant other. Yeah. Get a that's, hobby, dude. That's not healthy, bro. Get really into basketball. Yeah, you seem to be crushing it. There are some, I know dudes that like, they play intramural basketball after work and they're really into it. Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah. Take up like a chess hobby. Do play, something. Play a little hard to get so that when after school, Buffy's like, do you want to hang out? Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't, honey. I got basketball tonight. Yep. Mm, you're going to have to do something without me. Mm-hmm. And then she's all like, oh, that wouldn't happen. Buffy shows up at Spike's ready to stake him. <gasps> He's ready for it. He rips off his shirt to make Uh-oh. it easier for her. Oh, it makes it easier for her. She, she raises that stake, but she hesitates. Ooh, the stakes are raised. He grabs her and they kiss. What? But she pulls away. <gasps> They both look really shocked at what they've both done. But this time she initiates the kissing and they kiss more. What? More kissing. And she says, Spike, I want you. <gasps> and he says, Buffy, I love you. What? And then he wakes up. <laughs> what a nightmare. And he says, oh, God, no. Please, <laughs> no. Here's the moment where you know it was a dream. Yeah. Like, first off, this totally had me the first mm-hmm. time. And I feel like every other time I watch it, I'm like, Whoa! The first couple seconds of it, you're like, oh, this is, I, I get the same one. Tension. And it's, I mean, like, the ten- uh, it's been pretty good tension. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, like, when they're like, you're like, oh, but what's going to happen? And also, like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
the scene is oozing sex before they even kiss. Mm-hmm. Where you know this is a dream is where she goes, Spike, I want you. Yeah. That's just not words that people say. No, <laughs> not certainly in, not Buffy. Not in that order. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is this is porn dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's not how people talk. No. I want you. That's maybe that's something that that the that a jerk baby would say because they don't know that many sure. words. Those I want babies. you. Yeah. So we talked about in Restless how I believe that sex dreams uh, can mm-hmm. have nothing to do with your real yep. feelings for the person that you're dreaming about. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm yep. feeling feelings and also this person's on my mind yep. and it's they don't have to be related. So you're saying I'm not secretly in love with the principal belting? I didn't say it. That that's necessarily the case, but it doesn't have to be that you are. It could be that you are, but it doesn't have to be. You need to search deep inside your heart. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference with this scene, though. Then maybe this affects yeah. your dreams with Principal Belding. Mm-hmm. This is different because I feel like the the shock in the dream is not the sex. Mm-hmm. The shock in the dream is Spike telling Buffy he loves her. Mm-hmm. And this that's the big shock of like, oh, shit. Not, I want to do this woman. Because I feel like that was... Kind of, I mean, like, I, he's a vampire. I think he's yeah. always up for that, and she's hot. So, I mean, that's not a surprise. But the fact that he's like, I love you. God, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Romantic feelings. Do you have romantic feelings for Principal? Is that I mean, I'd say they loved his bells. He had bells? That's why I called his balls in the dream. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... I'm sorry that I asked. It was so is it, a lot. Is it not all right that I'm in love with the bells? You, um... It's not all right that oh I'm god. in love with the bells. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, and I think it—I mean, it is—it is instantly a lot more clear because he's had this growing obsession with her, mm-hmm. and that's very much how his love life has been mm-hmm. in the past. He gets very obsessed with somebody to uh, usually pretty, uh, pretty unhealthy degree. Right. So the fact that it's like he—he he said that in the dream. It's like, oh, that's what that's been about. Right. Here's a question. Do you really think at this point that what he feels for her is love? Oh, no. I think it's the same kind of like obsession that he he has often categorized as love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just obsession. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he has a hard time differentiating obsession mm-hmm. and infatuation and yeah. sex yeah. from like romantic love mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah. But this does now make sense why early on he's about, she's haunting me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. no, I get it. Because he's thinking about her more than we saw. Yeah. So what's the lesson in Out of My Mind? Don't be a whiny little jerk, baby. That's a very good lesson for everyone to take home. Stackers, don't be a whiny jerk, baby. Don't let your insecurities make you do crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah. And also go to your regularly scheduled doctor's appointments and then listen to those doctors. Mm -hmm. Always always, uh, take your doctor's advice into consideration. Don't just, just blow it off. And, you know, we we all feel insecure about mm-hmm. things. We all have our thing. But, like, yeah. don't, like, try to take a step back every mm-hmm. once in a while and be like, am I being crazy yeah. psycho insecure? Mm-hmm. And, like, is it hurting my personal relationships yeah. with people? Or do I just feel fat today? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And is, is it, like, oh, do I really feel like my significant other and I can only have this relationship because that's what I grew up with? Or because that's what we should actually have? I mean, just take a step back and yeah. think about it, like, hey, maybe we could uh, do this differently. Uh, we're not in uh, Iowa anymore. Yeah. Goodbye, Iowa. You said goodbye, Iowa. Yeah. Goodbye, Iowa. Do you like this ep? I like the non-Riley parts. I, I yeah. mean, I feel very meh on this. This mm-hmm. is like 
starting the Riley disappointment where you're like, yeah. oh, but you were you had you you were okay last mm-hmm. season. Thus starts your downfall. Yeah. We're getting our first hit of Joyce's storyline this season, yeah. which is gonna be sad. So part of me is just like, uh yeah. this just I'm just dreading the sadness that is to come. But I do love that last scene. I will watch this episode for that last oh, scene. Oh yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. Uh, but are you ready to go international? Buffy Tapaja, Vampirite. Ernie Dragon, Das Rhymed Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle International. I have to say, this may be my favorite international title yes! roundup. Yes! I'm so excited. Um, it's going to sound like, oh, this isn't that, that crazy. Uh, for replacement, only found two, and they're pretty, you know, what you'd assume. French one is the double instead of the replacement. Sure. Maybe uh, riffing off the, the Kafka story. Really love this. In German, they have the double Xander. Why that's cool is because in German, it sounds like doppelganger. Oh. Der Doppelzander. I love it. I love it. Um, and then <laughs> for out of out of my mind, uh, there's a Brazilian Portuguese title, Out of Control. Sure. Similarly generic. Yeah. German, greetings from the initiative. Very friendly. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, greetings. Hello. No, that is inaccurate. That is not what's happening. And then, I think, perhaps my favorite title ever. For out of my mind, the French title is When Spike Gets Mixed Up in It. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what language is that? That's the French title. When the, the Spike gets mixed up in it. They picked one random phrasing from the middle of the episode summary. Yeah, just like, what? But that's not even like the main thrust of when the episode. Spike it this time. Oh my God. Uh, maybe they're just really focused on that last scene. Yeah, just, He's getting mixed up in it. <laughs> mixing it up. <laughs> now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. I think it is clearly staking the vamp that is already in the ground. That's that's pretty badass. Though, don't get to see the vamp's face, and that that upsets me. I I kind of want to go with Toth, even though the fight isn't the best fight ever. It's such a badass villain that slaying that is the pretty. The villain's cool. great, but I don't remember his. Dem- I mean, like his demise isn't that. It's, yeah, I guess it's not that memorable. Yeah, I just we. I don't yeah. think this ever happens again, where she stakes the vamp before he's even his head even's out is even out of the dirt. Yeah. That's great. I love that. That is, that is a pretty good slay, I gotta say. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off No Place Like Home and Family when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stiff.